You should know he wrote. He a fucking white boy. It ain't exclusive of you.
shooters gon' pull up and put a hole up in your cap and gown I light up your block and come back around With two rockets, I call them T-Mac and Yow Play my cards and I run with a bad hand Bitch, I rap like every day my last chance When I'm gone, they gon' say I'm a bad man Bitch, I been on my bullshit the last dance Yo, yo, what's up? This your boy, Money G, man. Back at it again, the Fan Mission Podcast. And today, we got a special guest. Let me get, man, look, man, let me show y'all who we got. Yes, indeed. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Montana, Mr. Montana 300. What's going on, bro? Yes, sir. I'm rocking, man. I'm rocking with you, man. Man, yo, you be, man, bro, you be killing them on these on tracks, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. How you how you liking the album though, man? Man, you know what? I'm gonna tell you about the album in a minute though. Cause right. you be going nuts though. But you know, I want to open up this session with um, you know, everybody know you the you the rap guy and you be killing these beats, right? right? That's no secret. But you know what I like about you, bro? The way What's you that? handle your shorty, man. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? On the basketball court, that's what I like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like everything and how you be doing your thing, but with your shorty on the court, man, man, tell me a little bit about that. Man, I think um, I think growing up, you know, just in the hood and the projects and shit like that, you know, we, the success, the, the people that we can relate to, like, being like us, the successful ones, we kind of look at, like, you know, they either rap on the music videos or they, you know, playing sports. Mm-hmm. So we all kind of like, as shorties, and imagined ourselves doing one of the two, whether we sat down and wrote a rap and never just stuck with it, or we went to the court one day and shot a couple hoops, you know what I'm saying? Where we uh, imagine ourselves doing these things that we see black people doing on TV. So I think um, just me, after living life, you know, I done seen motherfuckers come and go. I done seen greats. I done seen all type of talent in Peoria, you know, that should be in the NBA today or should have been at one point in time who just you know, got distracted and lost focus, you know what I'm saying, didn't make it. But mm-hmm. they was in the perfect place to be there at a certain point in time, you know. So it's like a lot of people don't know, you know, that uh like sports and saved a lot of niggas' lives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like I remember being on sports and shit like that, and it was like my dad was the only father in the crowd. So that mean all these other black boys on my team, they dad not there. Mm, I feel you. Know? you. And it's like that's not just in our hood, that's everywhere. That's how much the black man is missing out of his family. You know what I'm saying? And when you look at the majority of the boys that do go all the way, NFL, NBA, they had a, they was the one with their dad there. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you look at the the, the Sean Livingston, Jamar, he went pro. You know what I'm saying? DJ Richardson, he went pro. And it's like, could you imagine how much, how many, how much talent, how many lives would be saved if just half of these boys had their dad? Just half. Man. I know. My son basketball team, his travel team, shit. His travel team and his uh, his travel team and his uh school team. I'm the only dad there. Like that say a lot about us and the condition that we in. So 
if we had if just half of the, these boys had their dad man we it'll, it'll probably be like three different leagues at the nba damn because it'll be it'd be so flooded with talent you know what i'm saying but it's just you know as a, as a dad you want to give your kids a, a opportunity that you didn't have you know what i'm saying so it's yeah. like we could all could probably make the basketball team but that don't mean you got somebody taking the time out to go work with you on your game outside of practice. You know what I'm saying? On the real. And it's like, you know, you just want to you just want to get your kid that edge, whether it's, you know, basketball or just, you know, life lessons. You know what I'm saying? You want to share that with them. Like, tomorrow not promised. So it's like you want to try to give them all you can while you can. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, that's just the thing. And I think a, sports is like a big-ass metaphor to me just for life. Like, you know, because it teaches you grit. And that's, you know, it teaches people how to get up when they fall. And that's what a lot of people need to know in life. Like, life is about constantly falling and, like, but can you get up, though? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you had a turnover, but you're going to brush your ass down the court and make it up. You know what I'm saying? That's life. And you're not, a lot of people not looking at it that way. And yeah. a lot of people, like, even with sports, you're like, okay, I just played this season. Next season, I'm trying to come back like this. Next season, I'm trying to come back tougher. And that's what people need in life. Like, damn, I just had a fucked up year. How can I come back? Harder. How can I come back better? All this shit pertain right to sports. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't got to be in sports to have this type of mentality, but sports helps birth that mentality. People yeah. knowing, like, I ain't just going to get better out of nowhere. I got to go put in that work. Ain't no yeah. shortcut to talent. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, you got to go put in your hours. You got to go put in your work. And a lot of people grow up living life, especially, I know at least black people, and it's like, we be thinking that we could just find out what the fuck is this shortcut is to life? What the fuck is this shortcut to the million dollars? That's why a lot of us fall victim to thinking we can sell drugs. Now, I don't think I'm going to be the one to get caught. Now, they don't catch me. I'm going to be low key, more low-key with my shit. No, I'm going I'm to I'm talk like this, and I'm going to say bowls instead of pounds. Like it, I had to tell somebody, like, dude, that's not no new lingo. These motherfuckers know that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you <laughs> ain't no shit. You ain't saying nothing that they ass ain't heard. They got motherfuckers sitting around with them, them knocks right now that just, just was just in the streets doing the shit, telling motherfuckers what this shit mean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, you know, so, you know, it's just being there. I had one motherfucker tell me, like, man, he said he was the top-ranked sixth grader in New York. He a father now. His, his son, tough as fuck. And he was like, man, he said, all I needed, he said, I stopped playing basketball today. He said, all I needed, man, was just for my dad to just be right there in the front room. Like, when I walk, when I leave, leave, leave out for school, he said, you didn't even have to be there with me in the gym. If he was just right there in the living room, that was enough for me, bro. I would have kept going. You know what mm. I'm saying? He like, I got distracted. I started wanting to hang with my friends, blah, 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 blah. He said, nigga, all I need is you just to be in that living room. I'm like, damn. For a kid to say that, you know what I'm saying? Like, still, a, a dad sitting in the living room might sound like a deadbeat dad, but you might not know that shit might go a long way for that kid. You know what I'm saying? Man. Just like I got a motherfucker there. You know what I'm saying? So many black boys living, you know, as uh, being, being raised by single moms. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, nobody really thinks about the... um the mind of that little boy, you know, as he's growing older, like, man, if somebody go in this house, come in this house, if another man come in this house, what can my 11, 12 year old ass do with the grown ass man? Yeah. Like, what can my mama do with this grown ass man? You know, so a lot of boys, like, you have to grow up or they might have this thought in the back of their head. What if this happened? What if that happened? You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, it's like, at, at some point you watch your friends get shit and it's like a boy feel like shit. I got to go out here and, and get my own money somehow. So we start hustling. Yeah. And we start trying to do it on the low till, till your mama find out. And she's snapping. Now you want to be more sneaky with it or you get to the point to where, you know, I'm, I'm 15 now. I'm, my body kind of forming like a man. Ain't, ain't shit you can tell me. 
You know what I'm saying? And it's just a, a big ass cycle that we fall into. It's a big ass link on the chain. You know, wow. we think we on some new shit. Our parents tell us, you know, this all this tricks and shit you done did, I didn't seen before. You know, I, I used to do the same shit. And a kid think, oh, we just gonna, like, no, nah, this shit is a whole big rerun. Plenty of niggas that got caught doing the same thing you doing. They thought they wasn't gonna get caught just like we did, you know. And I, sh- I just told uh Roosevelt uh basketball team that I'm like, man, I'm like y'all finna get in high school next year. I'm like, don't fall for them tricks, man. You know, all the new joys come out. You gonna go rich your motherfucking right. freedom for the new joy. I said, if you stick to this, the sports shit, I said, and you get to where you're trying to go with it. I said, bro, you could come back every year and buy a thousand, you know, uh new joys for your school every motherfucking year. On the real, you know what I'm saying? Just shit like that. Don't, don't. I said that's bait, man. Don't think you go. Oh, I ain't the one. I ain't gonna get called. Or I could do this. So I'm doing this for a fresh outfit, so I can look good for this weekend. You're not gonna live past a fucking weekend if you're not thinking about the future. Future. You know what I'm saying? Man. And I said we we all a lot of us and fell just victim to, to them tricks. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, just a lot of us we ain't had nobody to just tell us some shit like that unexpectedly. You know what I'm saying? That shit could have saved a lot of our fucking lives or any fucking thing. You know. So um, yeah, just shit like that. Like it, it's it's deeper than just uh, sports with me, you know. And I even when I do see single women where they got boys, I just tell them like, man, keep their ass occupied. You know what I'm saying? Man, they say the, the, the they say the key to people is to get them something to look forward to. And you know when the kid like, man, I got a game Friday. Or I got a game Thursday. That's what they looking forward to. Man, I'm yeah. trying to be ready for next season. They got they got somewhere they thinking about being at. That's why you got some niggas is like. Man, shit. Uh Lil Boosie coming in town next month. I gotta have me an outfit ready for that. It's like that's what they that's what they looking forward to. And then after Boosie come, it's like shit. Next big thing coming to shit. I gotta be fresh for the fourth. And after that, it's like shit. I gotta do a big for my birthday. And after that, it's like shit. I gotta come through for these kids on Christmas. It's like this is what you're looking forward to, these little increments. All of them consist of you doing what? Taking away from your pockets, making uh-huh. yourself broker. You know what I'm saying? And we don't realize that we're doing it. That's why we always got bad money management. We yeah, break the fuck out our pockets. We go rob our own brother and shit. Breaking in houses, people going up in jail. All because you think you got to deliver on Christmas. You Because you think your kid going to think you don't love him if you don't come through on this white man-made pagan-ass holiday. On the real, bro. You know, and um, Yeah, so it's just, you know, be there. Just, I just hope people keep their boys occupied. Because if you don't keep them occupied and busy, like with certain things like sports or somewhere to be, then they're going to run into a friend, you know what I'm saying, that got some type of bullshit-ass idea, and they're going to be like, hey, shit, he getting it like that. He got the new J's. I can do the same thing, you know? And he's going to think it's sweet. And he's going to think he can do it. You can't find out. And he's going to be in that jam. And you know what I'm saying? Like, so keep their ass occupied. You got, you know, we got motherfuckers that's, damn, this nigga done went to jail. This nigga got killed. He's supposed to be sitting right here in class with me. But he was suspended. Hey, that's some real shit. Yeah, keep them occupied. But yeah, that's that's all it is. Just giving them some some positive to look forward to in life. A lot of us need that. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker be getting robbed or shot up, but it's like, no, nah, he was on the basketball court. Bro, you ain't never lied. And um, you know, I'm gonna talk about the um the FGE sports. Mm-hmm. I need to know about that, right? Right. Back on your music, bro, because I, I want to get to the music, but right, bro. I kept telling you, I'm like, look. The mama song cold, uh-huh. you know, the, the, the side nigga cold. Mm-hmm. But you know what's my favorite song? And you was just saying it, bro. The Homecoming King. The Home King. Yeah. Bro, 
that shit brought tears to my eyes because I got so many niggas. I get collect calls from so mm-hmm. many niggas, and I'm like, bro, this nigga hitting that spot. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, you said through the windshield, bro. I damn near jumped. I was like, <laughs> moving, nigga. That's what's up, I man. Say, I said, yes, oh, this nigga crazy, man. Yeah, I'm finna try to push and get it on the radio because it could, it could really, um, you know, it's catchy, but it also make you, you know, sit down and think. And you know, sometimes when you got them songs that's deep and it make you sit down and think, you really can't find yourself bouncing to the beat too much. And they got both of them working for it at the same time. So I'm like, man, and it's just so many motherfuckers that need to hear this shit. You know what I'm saying? Man, like, nigga, I listen to that motherfucker like seven times a day. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Straight up. Yeah, yeah, that's my shit, man. Hell yeah. I know when I made that motherfucking song, I'm like, yeah, this bitch got to go on the album. That shit cold. I say, God damn. Hey, but yes, man, sir. what's up with the um the FGE Sports, man? What's up with that? So basically, I mean- that's just me. Um, You know, of course, I'm a um, broadcast and promote my kids and shit with all sports shit. But basically, <laughs> it's just a connection between uh music and sports. You know how, like, growing up, we would hear shit like, you know, they say it used to be the All-Star Games. And they used to be like the saying, all the hoopers want to be rappers and all the rappers want to be hoopers. So it's like a place really for that. And also it's like covering like, you know, the top kids, you know, top prospect kids in high school and shit. Like I was doing Adam Miller from Peoria and Mikey Williams from Cali and shit like that. And got a couple other players and shit like that. But it's just, um, you know, me giving back to the kids, showing love to them, uh, letting people know kind of who they are uh, on and off the court. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like what makes them human and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, and I just go do something with them. We might go catch a movie, go out to eat, certain shit like that. I let them get in the gym, let my son train with them type shit. You know, they could, that's kind of them giving back to the youth, the generation after them, and see what my son could pick up from them, you know what I'm saying, or learn from them, and they vibe together and shit like that. So just, you know, relationships. A lot of people don't know, or the kids don't really get told that, you know, relationships is more important than a dollar. That's why so many people yeah. backstabbing motherfuckers or backdoing motherfuckers or you stole this from your homie. Y'all used to be cool and he robbed you and all this. It's like, dude, they just never hear that, you know, a relationship is more important than a dollar. Like, I can give you $100 today and never see you again in my life. And it's like, that $100 will run out. Yeah. It probably will run out the same day. But it's like, when you got a relationship with motherfuckers, like, man, we've been cool for 10 years and you never know what the fuck might happen. A motherfucker might, you know, shit. Man, he went to jail for that. This nigga Montana pulled up out of nowhere and bonded me out. Just cause cause I always showed love when I saw him and spoke. Yeah. It's like bro didn't even have to do that. But it's like the the, the relationship, you know what I'm saying? It's like we could be so cool that our sons go into business one day out of the love and respect of our relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you see a motherfucker do something or reach out and, and, and help you when they didn't have to, or when your family should have, but this motherfucker who not your family did, that's because the motherfucker feel like, oh, we had a solid enough relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got some motherfuckers like, shit, I don't give a fuck if I don't talk to bro no more for the rest of my life. I'm still, I'm stealing this $1,000 from him. It's like you burning a bridge. That $1,000 going to run out. This Man. nigga probably would have saved your motherfucker, was probably going to save your life in the future. Your bond was $5,000. Nobody in your family could come to get you out, but this nigga was going to be able to. But you fucked oh, that up. You know what I'm saying? It up. And a lot of people just don't get told that. You know what I'm saying? They think a dollar is the most important thing in the world because that's how everybody act around them. Y'all get this money. Y'all get this money. You know, you got niggas that, you know, it's like, shit, the price is right, you know? I remember I heard a motherfucker say, like, nigga, a motherfucker couldn't even give me a million dollars to tell him what parking lot you was parked in. 
But if some of us okay with that, I'm gonna tell I'll tell you like, you know, what house he be, you know, I'll tell I'm gonna tell you what parking lot he be in, but I ain't gonna tell you exactly which car. You know, and it's like I'm I'm gonna make it a little easy for you, but I ain't gonna do this. You know, and there's some people that'll do that if the price is right, or if that, that shit means something to them, or if that can make them sleep at night a little bit better. Man. You know, but yeah, so the FG sports really is just really the uh connection between you know music and sports and just giving kids another another outlet really to uh show who they are because there's some people that got the shut up and dribble mentality like the white lady told lebron to where like you know racist people look at us like nigga the only reason you special is because you get that talent like i don't like niggas but that nigga lebron james he's special i like that nigga i don't like niggas but that nigga right there tiger woods that nigga's different you know what i'm saying it's like a lot of people only value us because our talent you know what i'm saying they don't yeah. care if we're not putting that ball in the hoop, they don't give a fuck about us. Right. So it's like it's giving them as kids a you know, a chance to show, you know, basically, you know, what makes them human and and let people know like I'm just like you at home. You know, I crack jokes. I, I love my family just like you are. Don't ever think that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't got feelings too, or you know what I'm saying? I'm just a fucking robot putting the ball in the fucking basket, you know what I'm saying? Or running this football up and down up and down the field and shit like that, you know. So yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, hey man, your son, bro, that boy play like a grown man. Mm-hmm. He be playing with grown men. Hey, I, you can tell. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. look, boy, look what he doing. I'm like, Stop. every time I train him, bro, we gotta play one on one when when the shit over with. We play one on one in three spots. Lady even beat me in two of the three spots and shit. I be motherfucking wore out and shit, man. But I be pushing myself through it just so I can give him a good look. And a good feel, bro. You're doing a good job, and that's why I wanted you on a podcast, Family mm-hmm. on the Mission. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because, bro, I see the mission you got going on. You know what I'm saying? So, you doing? Yeah, I just hope to inspire other motherfuckers too. You know what I'm saying? Like when they see somebody else doing it, it kind of is. It's like, oh, you know, that, that, that's cool. Or I could, you know, bring some coolness to being a dad or being there. Like it ain't so goddamn boring. Some people just not around because they feel like it's boring. I'm uh, sure they'll be all right. Oh, ooh, ooh, he got his. Ooh, ooh. It's like, man, this shit is it's, it's a fun-ass process, man. You don't want to miss out on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, make this shit fun. It gotta, you got to take them. You got to make memories. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's what life really all about. The, the laughs, the laughter, the smiles. Like, man, because at the end of the day, when we get old, all we got is our memories. It's like, remember that time? And that's the good thing about capturing this shit. Because motherfuckers yep. talk about it all day. Man, I was like this in high school. I was like this. But when you can show your son that footage, when you can show him that pictures, it's like shit hit differently. Seeing is believing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like sometimes description ain't enough. Like you really need to have that footage and shit around and shit. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. yeah. You know, you man, you ain't never lied though. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, but um, let me see, man. You know, me and your story is is similar, right? You know, we from Chicago. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And we was we was raised in Peoria. Mm. Like, and um, I seen when you were saying you was like, man, you know. Peoria kind of saved me. And I'm like, that's how it was for me. But mm-hmm. at the time, I wasn't looking at it like that. You know what right, I'm saying? Of course. When I first got there, that was my first time out the projects. I'm from the hundreds. I'm from all right. the gardens. Okay, you know right. what I'm saying? And this is my first time out the projects. I helped somebody move and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, I'm like, I'm going to ride back with the U-Haul truck. I'm going back to the crib. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The U-Haul truck. They sent that motherfucker back to in Peoria. But I'm like, where the truck at? They like, no, nah. you might as well stay here. You're gonna get killed in, in Chicago. I'm right. But like, right. like, I was out there wilding, like mm. nigga 15, 16, facing 30 years on some mm. bullshit. Like, 
And I was like, man, I want to go home. I'm like, I don't know where the fuck I'm at. I think I'm at, I'm thinking I'm, bro, I'm thinking I'm overseas from goddamn where I right. fell asleep. I woke up. We just pulled up at the crib. I said, damn. I said, damn, how long I been asleep, nigga? Right. Nigga, I ain't even know I was two hours away. Right. I ain't to get home. I, I was young. I was. Right. Nigga, so how was it when you first came to Peoria? So when I first uh, got there, it was like, this was crazy. It was like, I, like when I, once I got like to the schools and shit like that, it was like, um, first I felt like I was like visiting. You know, like I'm visiting somewhere. I'm gonna go. Of course, I'm gonna go back home type shit. But once I ended up stay, staying with my dad, then to go to school, it was like I never seen no a city that was like basketball crazy. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just looking like, what the fuck? It, it was to me. It was like some type of hidden city that was just like basketball meant the world to them or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like they talking about this Gus Macker, like this that shit not even close. That shit in ten months and they talking about it like heavy. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know jerseys and shit was in and shit like that, and the NBA headbands just came uh-huh. out and all that type of shit, and the red, white, and blue jerseys and throwbacks and shit coming back out of nowhere and shit. Five hundred, six hundred dollar jerseys and shit back then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was like everybody was rocking this shit. Like, whoever had a jersey is like, man, you really fucking shit up right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, $500 on your shirt type shit. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that was like different and it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Another mm-hmm. thing was funny. I low-key felt like I went back because my dad, growing up, my dad used to put me on all the little, the, uh, the black movies that he grew up on. You know, like Last Dragon, mm-hmm. Hollywood Shuffle. You know what I'm saying? All that type of shit. And it's like, warrior all that type of shit so i'm seeing everybody in this motherfucker like i didn't see movies with motherfuckers with jerry curls but to see people with s curl i never heard of s curl in my life like these little froze this this time they got a curls like usually the jerry curls like longer you know hanging in the back so right. to see everybody doing it, to see kids doing it i'm like this is some old folk shit you know from that was what the like is nobody's doing this in chicago I'm like, what the fuck is you know and i'm like i, I it was like to see them was like almost like they into basketball, but also they always they like dated like like they didn't know this is not in no more. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. when I would go home to Chicago, I come back. Remember, it was still we were still like listening to cassette tapes. So you know, we wanted to catch songs. We have to have a blank tape in the radio ready to press record as soon as they play it on the radio. So I do that and come back uh, to Peoria, and then I play for my homies and shit, tallying all them. Like, yeah, man, this, this the song that's hot in Chicago, right? And they be like, damn. This song, you know, and it's like on 92.3 in Peoria, they're not playing none of this shit, you know? So yeah. I was putting my homies and shit in Peoria on the shit that wasn't out yet. And it'd be like two and a half, two years until it started getting down here. I'm like, man, this shit old in Chicago, you know, where this shit been, ooh, you know? So I watched them get shit late. And I think what caught everybody in the world really up on today is when social media really hit, you know what I'm saying? Now you can see what's going on in Atlanta. You can see what's going on in Chicago all by Instagram type shit, you know? Yeah. So um yeah that's so that was like different as fuck to me I, it felt like a it felt like I kind of went back into the future but the cool part about it was just like everybody was just nuts about basketball like and like devoted to that shit you know so that's how it really was for me yeah hey I was I was lost in the sauce when I came down I'm like boy I seen curls niggas had gold teeth I'm like mm-hmm. yeah that too yeah 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 like no that's like, like, yeah. motherfuckers was like motherfuckers was break dancing. <laughs> That's yeah. how I really knew I was. I'm like, bro, y'all at parties break. This is what I seen breaking with Turbo and Ozone. They doing this shit 
and this nigga is considered a gangster. You know, we shaking up GD and blah, 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 blah. And, and this nigga is, you know, ticking and popping and locking and shit and then whooping ass after the party over with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, on the real. Like, I used to, I, I was I was a shorty. I come down there with my bang. I'm like, man, niggas out there boxing by the taff and shit. They, I'm like, I'm like, nigga. I gave my bang away. I said, man, I gave it to my cousin. Like, man, I don't even need this motherfucker. Niggas ain't even right. on that shit here. Right, right, right. Yeah. And they straight up fighting. I'm like, shit, yeah. I would love to fight a motherfucker. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like, so Peoria, it came to be my motherfucking, my second home. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, when you were saying, you like, man, you went back home. Motherfuckers like, well, where the fuck you been? I was like, oh, I was in the Peoria and shit. They're like, right. what the fuck is that? And when you said right. that, I said, that's how I was. I'm like, damn, niggas was tripping like, Fuck is Peoria, nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, man, y'all tripping. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? I met some cool people there though. I met a lot of cool people that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you know what I'm saying? I like that motherfucker though. It was decent though. So hell yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Shit, how long you been knowing Telly? Man, um, so like when I got here, when I, I got I was a new kid at uh Sterling. And after I was two, after I was the new kid for two weeks. Then two other new kids came and it was Tally and his brother. And that's what, and it was like refreshing right off top. And I mean, I'm like, these niggas is like me. Like, these are some hood niggas. Like Sterling didn't really have hood kids and shit, you know? And I'm yeah. like, I can relate to them. You know what I'm saying? And them niggas was like, they ready to fight. Like you could tell, you know what I'm saying? They had that in them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's like, okay, I can relate to these type of niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like these yeah. are my type of niggas, you know? And, and then I've been rocking with bro them since then. It's like, like when they say day one type shit, like I I was the new kid, and they was the next new kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you know, you know what I'm saying. Us being from Chicago, we got this thing like if we got a friend, we got a friend forever. And right. you know, sometimes my loyalty, you know, sometimes I was I was cool with motherfuckers, and <laughs> when they did some fuck shit, I'm like, damn, like I still would be like, nigga, I know you like fuck me or whatever, but. Nigga, I know your mom, nigga. I know you, you know what I'm saying? I know you, nigga. I know that ain't you. Right. So I, I got a nigga, like, when I, that song, that's why it hit me so hard. It's a motherfucker from the P, mm. you know what I'm saying? Got locked up and shit. And that nigga was, when I left, you know what I'm saying? I had, I, I be leaving out of town. I be all over the place, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So when I left, he was like, damn, G, man, what happened to G staff, man? Man, you, man, fuck money. And I'm like, damn, bro. Now he locked up. This nigga mm. got 45 years, and I mm. still write him and send him notes to set this call. And he like, right. bro, you a real nigga. And I'm like, yeah, mm. bro, that's that's just me, bro. Right, and I've been that on the real. I've been that. So mm. it's like, even though you said fuck me, bro, I don't believe that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm a real nigga, so I, mm-hmm. I fuck with you, you know what I'm saying? But right. I know you just hurt. Yeah. You know, it, it, it take a lot of time, too, to, 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 to forgive somebody. You know, it, it, it takes a lot from a man. Like, that's how you know. If he still forgave you after that, like, that nigga really genuinely had love for you. And then it's not always easy to do. Yeah. So if you let your love for him overpower that, that statement or that comment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that ain't no easy shit to do. And that says a lot about you and your character. And um, I think um, a lot of times, too, I noticed how to do this, too, is, like, sometimes you catch people in a space, you know, and I kind of said this in my other interview, like, you know, like he, at that time he said, fuck you, he, he he wasn't appreciating you like he appreciates you today. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But sometimes it's just like, nigga, you need to go sit somewhere and mature. You know, I'm going to yeah. let you get a break from me and maybe later on we'll 
you know, pick this back up and you will have a new respect for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. sometimes love too, you know, even like the same thing with women, like, you know, some women that could get cheated on a hundred times by nigga, I love you so much, nigga, I'm still not finna leave you. You know what I'm saying? And a nigga get cheated on one time, it's like, I'm cutting that bitch completely off. What? And it's like, and that's the type of feelings and shit and pride that men got opposed to women. And a lot of times, I got a song called What's Wrong With Me? And um, it's a line I say, uh, we be more loyal to our homies than we are to our women. Mm. And it's like, it's niggas that a letter that a nigga could snitch and you love them so much that you tell somebody nobody better not touch him. It's like, damn, you know he need to go, you know he foul, but it's like, that's my cousin or that's my brother. Yo, yeah. motherfucker, do that to him, but they got a problem with me. You know, and there's some people like that, or some people to go to bat, like you really believe he snitched too, but you over there telling people he didn't snitch as if you know. Well, you know damn well you don't know, but your love for him got you ig ignoring the red flags. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we we do that shit sometimes for homie. Like, man, bro was foul as hell. He went and stole on our other homie like that. He was foul as hell, you know? And, and you yeah. don't tell him to his face he was foul as hell. He's going about about the, about the day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but you you love them both. But like, bro, you got to be able to, you know, sometimes you, you can't be giving this motherfucker a pass, but you don't give him a pass. Like, how that same fucking energy for everybody. Yeah. Because a lot of motherfuckers will see you ignoring the red flags, and they be like, oh, shit, he let me get away with an inch. Shit, I'm going to try to take him out next time. No, but see, everybody everybody can't get away like that. No, no everybody can't. That's what I'm saying. It'd be certain niggas that we might love like that. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. like, damn, you know, and sometimes shit just add up. I was like, I literally had to cut you off because I seen you trying to take that mouth. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, that's good, though, that you that you still rock with him and, you know, hear for him and shit like that. Because um, a lot of people don't got that. You know what I'm saying? Don't come across yeah. a motherfucker that's that forgiving. Yeah. And, you know, he, that's what he tell me. Like, man, bro, I'm glad you're still here. Like, you you and my mom is damn near the only two motherfuckers to answer my phone call. I mm -hmm. said, bro, I've been there and shit. So, you know, um, let me see what else I'm going to tell you about. Uh, man, let's get to your music, bro. Because I've been holding back. I'm like, man, we been chopping it up with the music, bro. Bro, you've been going ham. Nigga, I remember when, I don't know if this is the first time you went viral. I don't know what, but I remember I was in a pee, right? Mm. And you was at the gas station. Mm. And you you was just growing your shit. And you, right. you, was at, you was at the gas station. I don't know, the shells or something. Right. And you going off. And I was like, mm. this nigga is a motherfucking problem. <laughs> I say, what the fuck is going on? And yeah. then you was the remix, you was just knocking them bitches out. You was knocking yeah. them like this nigga, bro. The only bar. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, and then one day I remember you said something. I don't know if it was on Facebook or something, but you was like, man, you know, I'm gonna have to dumb down my shit. Mm -hmm. And I remember, and I'm like, hell no. And uh, I think that's when you did the Chirac. Mm. But that motherfucker went through the roof. I said, "This nigga, nigga, I'm holding my breath while you rapping, nigga." <laughs> I'm like, "This nigga, I'm like, bro, what the fuck is going on?" But I noticed one thing about you though, and um, What's that? like um, you drop an album every mm. year on May 20th. What's what's that about? Um, that was um, in 2016 when I dropped um this album called Fire in the Church. Yeah. Uh, but then, like two hours of being out, it became the number two album in the uh, country next to Drake. Mm. That was like super unexpected for me, and I was, you know, happy as fuck. It made my day, type shit, you know. And it was just like an unforgettable moment for me. You know what I'm saying? 
So that date always held significance with me to when it, when it happened, you know. So I'm like, since that date's so special, I'm, I'm gonna drop a album every year on the same date. And mm. I think I did it like like three or four times since then. Yeah, about um, yeah. and uh, yeah. So that's where the May 20th thing come from, you know. That's, that's, that's significance behind it. Yeah, I was wondering. I'm like, damn. I'm like, what's that a motherfucking? What is that? I'm like, man, he keep dropping these albums and shit back to back like yeah. that. And I think, and, and to me, it was like genius because it's like, you know, we could sit around and be like, damn, I fuck with Jay Z, but we don't know when this next album gonna drop until he announce it. You know what I'm saying? And it's probably not gonna be the same date that it was last time. But I was like, imagine if we could really like create a Christmas to where it's like, you know, you know what date Christmas is, December 25th. So you know, under that on that date. You should have something underneath the tree waiting for you. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of wanted to create that type of um idea, you know, my fans like, man, it's fucking it's fucking it's May. Oh, that made me think about one motherfucker. My time 300. Let me go check him on bro, because I've been living light. I probably you know everybody don't keep up with you all the goddamn time. Or some people, you know, be like, I'll fuck with bro music. I ain't listened to it in a while. I need to get back in tune with it. You know what I'm saying? So people got their lives to live. Some people be more tuned in than other people. But I just figured if I just kept that date in people's mind, they'd know, like, hey. May coming up. It's you know, that time. My boy finna have something under the tree for us. Like, let me go get in tune. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Said, instead of just wondering or not knowing or saying, no, I ain't heard from him. I ain't even thought about how was I supposed to know? I ain't know he dropped the album. It's like, no, nah, when they got that date and it's, uh, you know, embedded or they heard it so many times. That's why a lot of times I would, um, I remember in the beginning when I wanted my name to be known as a rapper, I'm like, I gotta make sure I put Montana somewhere in every fucking lyric. You know what I'm saying? Even when motherfuckers want to rap these words, they they got to say my name. You know, hear my name. I want people to be familiar with my name. Even if somebody else, even if I'm rapping to you and somebody just around the room, they should be like, oh, okay, that got to be his name. He said something about Montana, you know? And then I started doing the same thing. Like, okay, I'm known to the world now. I need to put this date in my rap. So that's why a lot of my reading May 20th. You know what I'm saying? And even when 6ix9ine did the, uh, with the blicky, uh, and then uh, it be uh, you know what I'm saying? And then it be uh, and I just flip, I said, album on the way that bitch dropping on May 20th, you know, so like I know how to flip this shit so many yeah. ways to where I could incorporate this date and all different type of shit, you know. And um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, I just it's just fun, shit like that, but it's you know, genius or just good marketing plans of, of how to incorporate your shit and you know how to slide in and be slick with you know, just promoting yourself or promoting what you want to be remembered, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that shit. Hey, the last album, right, mm. bro? This can't be your last album, nigga. I sit. I had to. My kids be fucking with. I'll be like, bro. I'm finna go sit in the car, nigga. I'm sitting back in the car. I'm listening to your shit. I feel like I'm in school. I'm like, <laughs> that's what's up, man. I'm like, hey, this nigga got to teach, man. Got to teach you in there, man. Bro, you dropping jewels. I'm like, and it's just not rap. You know what I'm saying? And then, right. you know, I've been moving all over the country. You know what I'm saying? I've been from mm -hmm. L.A. to I'm in Florida now. You know what I'm saying? I went to Georgia. I'm all over the place, right? And I'm always telling motherfuckers, like, man, right. you heard of Montana, bro? They like, Montana? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, man. I pull up your shit. They be like, God damn. I be like, yeah. Right. So you do your research. I'm <laughs> Problem, bro. Yeah, bro. You put me on, dude. He ain't from Chicago. He don't rap like no Chicago nigga. I say, yeah, he a little bit different, man. You know what I said? I say he a little bit different, man. You know what I said? I say, yeah, that's what's up. So look, I know your name, Tony, right? Tony, man. 
So where mm-hmm. you get the Montana from? Scarface, Tony Montana. All right, because I, I seen it. I'm like, man, you know. Like, my, my, I, I real mean, name, I, my was... full name, you know, my full name, uh, Walter Anthony Bradford. My middle name, Anthony, you know, Tony is short for Anthony. So, you know, then right, the movie yeah. Scarface, Tony, Tony Montana, the drug dealer, you know what I'm saying? Gangster, yeah. drug dealer type shit, you know. So I started really running and with I, Tony Montana, my junior year in high school type shit. That's when I started hustling, though. Yeah, I, I I figured that, and I was like, but I don't know, you know what I'm saying? You can't assume because that's gonna right, make right, both right. of us, yeah, that's what so, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's that was dope right there, you know what I'm saying? So I got a question though. This this the one right here. Let's get it. You had an opportunity to do a battle, mm-hmm. like they're doing these little battles right mm-hmm. now. The versus. Yeah, the versus. Right, right, right. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. If you do. If you had the opportunity to do that shit against Lil Wayne, would you do it? If I had opportunity, hell yeah. But this is the thing, though. This is why it kind of really wouldn't make sense to me. Because the way that that versus stuff is set up, they not literally going off for of lyrics. They going off for, of like, who remember this song? Like, this was a big song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what, you know what I'm saying? The, the world don't, like, the difference between all them people that do them verses, they all had a, a multi-million dollar machine behind them. I never had no machine behind me. Right. So, right. So the, the majority of the world don't know about Montana 300 like they know about all them other artists. Right. Even though I can outrap them, the crowd not going to give me that same energy because it's going to be like, they're going to be listening to, you know, it's going to be people, too many people in the crowd that's like, oh, he played Ice Cream Truck. Half of them don't know what the fuck this is. You know what I'm saying? They play Wife and You, these are my biggest song. Half of them don't know what the fuck this is. But the females is making some noise, you know what I'm saying? And he might play my, you know, I got another, you know, plenty of songs, 20 and 30 million views, but it's like, that don't amount to the you know what i'm saying the amount of views that you know lil wayne lollipop got you know what i'm saying like so just that type of energy alone would be the reason why i lose if we're not going off lyrics so yeah. if i was to go against yeah. him it would be like i would have to need the rules to change to where like no y'all got to listen to these fucking lyrics and once i play this song what song is he gonna, once i play homecoming king what song is lil wayne gonna play next you know what I'm saying? Once I play Holy Ghost, what song, song is Lil Wayne gonna play next? You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Once I play Rap God, what song is Lil Wayne gonna play next? You know what I'm saying? Once I play Mama, what song is Lil Wayne gonna play next? You know what I'm saying? Once I play The Boy That Never Sold His Soul, what is Lil Wayne gonna play next? That's the type of battle that it gotta be. Hey, like really comparing the lyrics and the song, bro. When you made that song. The boy that never sold his soul. Like, what was you thinking, bro? Because I'll tell you what I was thinking. What's that? I was thinking, like, a couple parts, I was thinking, like, damn. I thought about Wayne, for real. Mm. I thought about, I said, I said, damn. You know, because he was a shorty, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, like you say, you know what I'm saying? Just like motherfucker, all the shorties want all the shoes, they want all the nice shit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he was blinded. And then how Birdman got down on him, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that shit backfired on him. And that shit wasn't that shit was bogus. That's a story of a lot of a lot of youngins though, bro. Like the NBA Bobby Smurders. And it's people that could you could give them all the game in the world, but if they had the opportunity. I'm signing with that white man. They still, they're going to ignore all that game and jewels you drop and, and feel like, man, I don't feel like that happened to me. Man, you know, that's how all the drug dealers feel. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is, I say, man, they upgrading shit every day. Paperwork, all kind of shit in the street. They got cameras since, nigga. Y'all still doing the same hand-to-hand, and ever since 2000, they been putting cameras on every fucking street, nigga. Y'all tripping. I was just talking to motherfuckers kind of with that same thing on um just kids. Like, I went to uh, Peoria Manual High School, and it's like, they was like, you know, it don't be fights and shit like that no more. Like it was like we used to have something that was seven fights today. Oh, it was five fights today. Oh, it's gonna be a part two of that fight, you know what I'm saying? When they come back from suspension. And it's like now these kids are hearing shit that we should have been hearing, like, well, you get in one fight, you get expelled. Shit would have hit a whole lot different. You might have one kid that has seven fights alone all school year, and he still got to graduate. Mm, that's so crazy. motherfuckers wanna worry about no offense. Whoop this motherfucker ass. I ain't worried about shit. I'm gonna go do this little suspension, come right back and still graduate. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's cameras around schools and shit now. We got people, everybody got a camera phone. We was growing up, ain't nobody had no camera phones in school. Hell no. You can't tell on me about this fight that I stole on his ass first. So I'm going to tell all my friends, hey, we gonna, y'all say that he swung at me first. All right? All right, bet. And it's like, now everything is caught on camera. Like, oh, so these right. kids got to be, you know, sneaky or, or should be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. It's over with your ass. On the real. Yeah. Hey, so, um, Man, you for real? This your last album? You ain't what, what's my last? It's my last solo album. Oh, okay. So I'm, working you... on, I'm working on other album. I got an album called Guns Roses Two with me and Tally. So y'all gonna hear some more from me there. I got an album called Am I Am I My Brother's Keeper with me and No Fatigue. And um, I got like five songs on each one of those uh, albums done. Uh, they probably each gonna have ten songs a piece on them. And um, I got some other shit up my sleeve too with another artist. I ain't gonna tell y'all his name yet and shit. But this will be y'all first time really hearing me rap with him, but I like him a whole lot. But the name of the album is going to be called Angel with a Uzi, though. Ooh. Yeah, that's going to be the name of the album, but it's going to be dope. But, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to still be doing music, you know, my, my remixes, and then I'm going to be dropping little certain singles and shit here, here and there. So whoever listening, you know, make sure y'all stay in tune with me and, you know, check out my NFTs and shit because I'm doing that shit, too. And, um, yeah, I got books on the way, some other shit, other shit up my sleeve, too. But it's going to be... It's gonna be popping. I might be, I might be doing, putting out more music now. That I'm, that I've dropped my last solo album. You might hear from me more now. Oh, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I thought you was like, man, I'm done, man. man. No, people be like, man, why'd you retire? Man, I ain't never say the goddamn word retire. I just oh, say, for the say, I'm like, album. nigga, you got the whole squad, boy. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, your, your big homie, big security man, big homie, he's around yeah. me, because he too. Bro, I heard his some his, I'm like, yeah, he from the greens. Spitting darts. I say, okay. Yeah, he from the greens. He from the he from the greens. Oh yeah, boy. He he like, I said he looked like one of the family members right there, boy. Yes, <laughs> hey, I say, oh, he he letting off some darts too, some liquid darts, boy. He hitting them. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, he cold. I said, okay, I feel you. I I thought you was just motherfucking. You know what I'm saying? Bro, bro, his ass nuts. But uh, yeah, he got he got some talent too, man. Yeah. He be around us, you know what I'm saying? So he be picking up shit, he be listening and shit, you know. He be man, bro, check this out, blah blah blah, you know. So you know, <laughs> I, I he try to be mindful of what the fuck he say, you know. Like, cause man, I'm around these niggas. These niggas, you know, we gonna oh, be man. judges of the shit, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. yeah, you can't come with some some bullshit. And he be like, damn, yeah. come on, bro. Come uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what's up. So look, I got another question. I know we know what I'm saying. I'll be usually doing this for an hour, man. We had like 47 minutes, man. So mm-hmm. I know you're busy and shit. But if you can talk to your 16-year-old self at the age you're at right now, 
what would you tell them? Man, I I probably um that's that's deep. Um I, I probably would be a lot more to myself than I was. Like, you know, we got all everybody got their little clicking niggas that they run with, you know what I'm saying? Um, um I think another thing that that we didn't know, like really at that age when we was like mobbing, I said this, I think on my no jumper thing, like we kinda had this sense or what is thought to think that, you know, like it's a such such thing as good guys and bad guys, like are we the real niggas and then the other niggas is the fuck niggas? Like, it's mm -hmm. not just white and black over here. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, you're going to find out once you get old and mature that it's a lot of niggas on your side that's not going to ride when it's time to fight. There's a lot of niggas on your side that's not really trying to blow that pistol like you think they're going to blow like you're going to blow. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of niggas on your side that's going to that's gonna turn out to be they was hating on you the whole time. There's a lot of mm -hmm. niggas on your And then guess what? Guess what about the other side of niggas? They got a few niggas that's really going to blow too. They got a few mm -hmm. niggas that's really a fuck nigga too. They got a few niggas that's really hating on them too. So at the end of the day, y'all just fucking niggas who think it's a fucking right side and the wrong side or a good side and the bad side. Like nobody's telling us that's or this or nobody's telling us like, nigga, y'all know y'all helping wipe out more black people, right? You know the white man laughing at y'all, right? On the real. When you put it like that, it's like this is not nothing that's on our mind. We study thinking, man, when I see this nigga, bro, it's going down. I'm finna send this bitch up. I'm finna woo. It's like, imagine if you used to look over and you see the white man like literally laughing at you. Mm. Who you laughing at, nigga? Shit, all y'all. Yeah. Y'all helping Both us keep doing the dirty work for us. It's like, damn. Like a lot of us not tell, like, nigga, this, 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 this your brother. You know, you just killed your brother. You know how some people can live life and be like, like we just met each other at age 18 and 19. We didn't even know we was brothers. We went to the same high school. It's, it's like that's some people's story. Mm -hmm. We didn't even know we had the same dad. He was out just fucking bitch. Like we didn't even know we was brothers. And then I can't think of we looked we do look the same. And then some people that find that out later on in life. Yeah. It's like, didn't you already say we all God's children? Then y'all didn't y'all say y'all agree with that? Yeah. Well, how the fuck you didn't know this your brother you just killed? And we just don't look at it that way. On the real. If a motherfucker say, hold up before you pull that trigger, you know you finna kill your brother. Wait, this ain't even he been hating on me. No. He didn't he been hating on you because he didn't know you was his brother either. Mm. You know, yeah. brothers don't do that to each other. It's just the mind state that we're not looking at it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I would probably be a lot, a, a, like even I said at the beginning of the last dance, although although I try uplifting my brothers, every once in a while, niggas start shit. Like, bro, I ain't did nothing to you. I ain't said shit to you, but you want to play with me. Yeah. And it's like, you know, oh, I guess it's like less toleration. Like, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad than what it's ever been for any nigga in the past just because I didn't plan on doing this type of shit no more. Yeah. And it's like, I don't got no problem with no niggas. As long as you're not stopping me from Feeding my kids, paying my bills. You can have your comment box. You can say what you want. All oh, these niggas are, you know what I'm saying? This nigga can't rap. This nigga ain't really from Chicago. Y'all can have that shit all day. You can talk that shit all well, day. Well, who the fuck says you can't rap? No, I'm just saying it's some people that oh, don't. I'm gonna say. rappers that's better than him from Chicago. G Herbo, Dirk, Chief Key. It's like, I done heard these type of people that really say that shit. And this is like, you know. I mean, they just like, being biased though. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when I hear people do that type of hate, it's like cool. Like, oh, I just ain't hear nobody make no threat on my life on the, on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's when it might be different. Like, make, make, say you're going to do something to me and, and, and make, and you better hope I don't believe you. You better hope I don't take you serious. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. let, let me take you serious. Yeah. Make, make that shit sound real believable to me and then see what happens. So that's just really high end with shit. Like, all the other shit, like, man, you can have that shit. I, all, 
on my track trap queen remix i say even haters talking shit was all the part all a part of my vision mm -hmm. like I, I know that comes with the territory how i'm gonna be i'm how i'm gonna be you know uh michael jordan now and i expect everybody to like me how i'm gonna be lebron james and expect the world to like me i'm i'm gonna be derrick rose i'm minding my business the moment i hurt myself everybody think it's funny hmm. like nigga, this shit comes with the territory of being great they wouldn't have they wouldn't have all these memes about you tearing your acl and all this shit if you just was a regular motherfucker. but right. since you've been showing motherfuckers you one of them top niggas you the fucking mvp of the whole league now they want to pick on you now they yeah. can't wait to bash you when you down they've been wanting to bash you they was riding your dick as you was up they waiting for you to make one motherfucking mistake because that's gonna make them feel like oh yeah he ain't all that or he ain't better than me i could walk straight he can't little dumb petty shit like that you want to kick your brother when he was down because you're just exposing that you've been wanting to do that you getting the fucking you getting a kick out of that you getting that kick out of kicking him while he down no yeah, damn well you want to say that to his face <clears throat> that's that motherfucking um low self-esteem and shit. yeah they say misery loves company and just sometimes it's like shit. people say why me like that motherfucker really the type of motherfucker that you really feel better if somebody else went through it instead of you yeah, on the real. There's a lot about him. Like, why me? Why not you, motherfucker? Why somebody else? How about that? Why don't you say, why does this got to happen to somebody? You over here talking about, why me? Like, you more important than another motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, and the people don't understand when they even displaying their selfishness. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, yeah, it ain't no problem when it's somebody else's kid, but when it's your kid, it's why me? You know what I'm saying? On the real. Hey, you know what they say. My son ain't do nothing to nobody. He still got smoked at Bay Bay's party. You know what I'm <laughs> so yeah. hey, but check it out. You know, I used to stay in Minnesota, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I used to stay, I used to be over there on um on Chicago, you know what I'm saying? Right there where that shit happened with George Floyd, right? Okay. And I seen you made a song about that shit, right? I, and that shit, see really? when that shit happened, I had moved to um Florida. So, like, I used to be right there every day on that same block, going to that same, cause, I mean, to that same motherfucking store, grabbing some little chicken wings and shit, mm -hmm. bullshit. Right. So, when that shit happened, how did you feel about that shit? Because you made a song about it, but how did you really feel? I mean, I just felt like it wouldn't hit that same way if we heard about it. Like, it hit so hard because we saw it on camera. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And it's like... You know, it's it's one thing to see a motherfucker brains get blown out, but to watch and imagine the process of, you know, life being, you know, taken out of this man's lungs, you know what I'm saying? Like, like imagine if a motherfucker could get shot in slow motion, like you really watch the bullet pierce in his head and they got to feel the, like they, you see how long they are feeling it until they feel and go away. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you watch a slow, to choke somebody else, a slow process, you know what I'm saying? Eight minutes and some seconds, bro. You on this man's yeah. neck? What did you expect to happen other than death? What human being have you seen in a lifetime have a knee on a motherfucking neck with all your body weight for two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, six minutes, seven minutes, eight minutes, and get up and be like, I went on with life. You know what I'm saying? So to, to witness that, it's almost like, you know, I said you got a feel for a motherfucker. And it's like, like, let's say, for instance, I lose my mom, you know, and somebody else might be like, man, another motherfucker don't got to lose their mom, too, for to be like, man, I feel for you, bro. Because yeah. they can imagine it. 
So we can all imagine that shit happening to our brother or our, our, our son or our dad or, you know what I'm saying, or our fucking selves. But imagine your kid watching you, that happened to you on camera. Mm. And that shit is accessible to the internet for the rest of your life. You got to grow up like this. That shit was bogus. That almost might make you want to stay off YouTube. My daddy on YouTube, breathing his last breath. You know what I'm saying? So when you see the process of some shit happening, it affects you in a, a whole lot in, in a whole different way. You know what I'm saying? We hear about molesters and rapists all the time, but if we was to actually see one do it, we'd be heated, bro. Oh. We would want that person so they want to do something, you know what I'm saying? Blow the nigga brains out when we would see the process. Yeah. And that's why I tell people too, like, people talk about slavery and all that type of shit. I'll get over it. That was, ooh. It's like, yeah, you say that because you didn't see the process. You didn't see the black woman get raped every night when the, when the, when the master wife, you know, uh, went to go visit her family or went to the store or went to the market. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You you didn't you didn't see the uh the, the 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 big brother and the dad get hung while they feet while they get burned alive but at their feet, and everybody watched. You didn't see that process. That's why you're not bothered by it like that. You just oh slavery. Oh he got hung. That shit easy. When you see the process of certain shit, you take shit for really what the fuck it is. Uh -huh. If we was a, if we was in this same generation was to see our mother get raped. And then the motherfucker that raped her say, you know what? I'm changing your last name to mine. Your new last name is Johnson. You would hate that fucking name. We wouldn't give that name to our kid with pride. Look, y'all, this is my son, Tony Johnson Jr. The fuck is you proud for? The nigga that just raped your mama, that's his name. That's not yours. But we so far along, we didn't get to witness the raping. We didn't get to witness the hanging. So we pass on these names that we already know never belong to us. You know, we do it blindly. We're, we're, that's that's something else for the white man to laugh at because it shows that we lack knowledge or we lack power. Lack power. Are you strong enough to be like, you know what, this last name ends with me. I'm going to pick my own last name. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to pick my own last name to be proud of. You know what I'm saying? Because if you was to witness that shit firsthand, you ain't never finna take that last name and give it to your baby right after you just seen this man uh -huh. rape, your wife, rape your wife or rape your, or rape your, uh, your mama. Now I hit different when when when, it, when it's a motherfucker you that you didn't spend time with in life. Man, they was so bogus niggas. Man, they was nigga raping mama and sister. And nigga, they was raping daddies. Nigga, you looking at That's your daddy. daddies rape daddies. Man, they like nigga, in front of their kids in front of their woman. Like you got to do this, and, and you better pray to God and hope that you uh survive and can still have a relationship with your family and don't get took away after this. Yeah. Yeah, man, we didn't we didn't been through a lot of shit. And it's like the, if they, if they can make us forget, if we can forget that, then it's like imagine this. Imagine your imagine you cheat on your girl, so she pissed off. Imagine you could wave one of them things like the men in black and make her forget. She ain't pissed off no more. That would be fucking great. That's what they want for us to do. If we make these niggas forget it, they never have no animosity towards us. They'll exactly. never try to get us back. But they ain't trying to make you forget because they show that shit every fucking year on TV. No, this is they the thing. Want us to forget. The, the masses want us to forget. But you got some people that shit is still in them so much to where this is still something they want to do. They want to be entertained. You know how some motherfuckers like catch a mouse on a mousetrap? And like, I just want to fucking burn it. I want to taste I want to torture it. Like how we step on a the, step on a roach with no regards to his life. Even though we say all things living and breathing is created by God, we feel like we only do that because we feel like their life holds no value compared to us. And that's how white people used to treat us. That's why it was law at once upon a time. We was only one third of a man. And they eyes, we wasn't even a fucking man. Hey. So it's like, I could burn you. 
I can torture you. I can hang you. I can burn you and have everybody from my neighborhood and community come over here and watch it for like it's 4th of July. And take pictures. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, and I show my kids, this is the way you do niggas. This is the way you do roaches. We are roasting them. No, that's it, bogus. Yeah, man. Yeah, like, man. yeah, man. I can get deeper, deeper, with deeper with this shit though. But uh, I already know, yeah. and uh, you know that book you put me on the mindset. You know, after I read that joint, mm. nigga, I ain't even want to kick over a fucking anthill. <laughs> Straight up, I That's say, right. man, I look at shit totally different now. Like, nigga, like I'm like, damn, you know, because I was a nigga. I deleted all my. I, I I asked you about the music, but I deleted all my shit off YouTube. I say, man, bro, because the shit I was putting out, I was like on some reckless shit. You know what I'm right. saying? And I was like, I don't want motherfuckers to know me for that. Right. You know what I'm saying? That I'm like, hell no, I can do better music than that mm -hmm. if I want to do music. Right. And um, that's growth, know, man. It's just maturity, man. It's growth and maturity. You know what I'm saying? Man, balance. You know, like, like, like for you to be able to catch yourself and be like, man, you know, it's just it was too reckless. Like, you know, it's a time and a place to get reckless. Like nobody should be reckless all the fucking time. You know, nobody should be talking about pistols twenty four seven. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna talk to your kid. Hey man, when you hold a gun, you do this. And it's like every time I talk to my dad, he's talking about a fucking gun. So you know, when we listen to music, you gotta be mindful the kids is gonna listen to this shit too. And so oh. I had a question. Mm -hmm. If your son wanted to rap, would you let him? You know, my youngest son on the album, he rapped already. Oh yeah. But I'm talking about I'm talking about talking that. Oh, so this is how, this is how I would treat him. It's like do you have to go about it like how you're being about it? Like, I don't want to hear nothing about I did this and I did that when you haven't did that. You see what I'm saying? Opposed to like when even when I talk about when I rap about drugs, if you pay attention, any song I rap about drugs, I'm talking past tense. Yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to get people to think this is what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Bitch, I was the plug. I was touching them bands, keyword was. Yeah, I was. I was, I was moving them drugs. I was flooding the land. No more adding up grams. Now I rapping got fans, but I still stay with my gun. Pill still in my pants. You don't want to dance. I'm still strapped. Yeah. But I don't sell drugs no more. And it's all right. it's like, nigga, that's the truth. You got motherfucking rappers. I can't hear you. Yeah. Say past tense. You hear me? Yeah, if you hit me, you can click off and click back on. Yeah, that's your boy Montana, man. Hey, if y'all, um, man, if y'all got time, man, check out that boy. That boy is hot. You hear me? I'm talking about super hot. Underrated. That nigga got, man, songs after songs remixes that boy be going in
Yeah, let's see if you're gonna pop back in. I got a couple more questions. You know what I'm saying? I got a couple more questions. Then we're gonna be up out of here. Yeah, I don't know if he coming back in, yo. But yeah, it's your boy Monty G, man. The Fan Mission Podcast, man. I'm talking about your boy got bars. You hear me? Bars. You hear me? Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know if he coming back in. But the boy got bars, man. Y'all better go check him out here. Let me check y'all. Let me let me put y'all on something real quick. Since I got y'all here. Let me show y'all what he be working on. You should know he wrote. He a fucking white boy. It ain't exclusive of you. Kill. 
Pam and Jerome. Tony played in his pen while I pack his pounds. Trying to grind so my kids never have to frown. 40 cal, I make sure I kept that around. So they can't say they didn't have they dad around. I was not lacking then, I ain't lacking now. Bitch, I move like the minister, pat him down. Like a heart in the paint, never backing down. With this rap shit, I snap like a cracker down. With the penny wise. But don't think that mean I won't whack a clown. I'ma roll up and then I'ma smoke him. 40 blow buddy down like a pack of loud. I'm busting this bitch like a tube's tied. Or like she told me she can't have a child. Message to all his friends, don't act tough or put in or it's popping again like it's back in style. You better deploy my shooters, gon' pull up and put a hole up in your cap and gown. I light up your block and come back around with two rockets, I call them T Mac and Yow. Play my cards and I run with a bad hand. Bitch, I rap like every day, my last chance. When I'm gone, they gon' say I'm a bad man. Bitch, I've been on my bullshit the last dance. Yeah, what's up? This your boy, Marnie G. Man, I think we lost your boy, but you know what I'm saying? This is the Fan Mission Podcast, strictly about the family on the mission. So if you want to tap in, tap in. You already know this. G-Staff, we out.